0: Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. This week, I wanted to talk about the interview process. I hate interviews. I've become a lot more comfortable with the experience by hosting panels and reminding myself I was selected to be interviewed for a reason, but the whole process is nerve-wracking. The typical interview for a desk-based job includes showing up for an interview 10 minutes in advance, meeting with a panel of three to five people, and answering questions based on examples of past success demonstrate potential success and transferability of skills in a new job, a job which you may know little about other than the job description, because if you knew the job already, why bother with the job interview? The point of seeking out a new job is to advance your career and learn new skills, right? So the candidate may try to prepare in advance, researching all they can about the company and jotting down notes of examples they can share in the interview. But what happens when you have ADHD? Every job I've applied for where I scored an interview and later landed the job were ones where the typical process was not followed. First, going into the interview. I have ADHD. That's no surprise. The whole premise of this podcast is to dispel the myths about ADHD and looking at ways to reduce the stigma. And one of the shared traits of those with ADHD are that we are visual. Our memories are terrible. So we rely on notes to remind us of things and to prompt us about things our brains haven't retained. So going into an interview without notes is terrifying. We can study and plan and practice all we want and if we are able to memorize those notes we often come across as rehearsed and robotic. So what if candidates were allowed to bring notes with them to an interview to have examples of their own past success available to them? It's their examples and all about themselves, and can consist of just a word or two to remind them of situations they want to highlight. Or, even better, candidates can be provided with the interview questions 10 minutes in advance and then quickly think of and jot down responses before walking into the interview. They're already there waiting for the interview, so it's not like they're going to share the questions with other potential candidates or make up examples on their own time. They're at the interview. This small adjustment can mean a world of difference to whether the candidate with ADHD will be able to highlight their strengths in an interview, or go blank and appear unprepared. Next, at a clock within sight of the candidate. Those with ADHD have time blindness, which is really challenging with over or underestimating how much time something should take. I know that a standard interview should last about 45 minutes. Having a clock within sight helps those with ADHD navigate the interview questions and adjust the responses accordingly, shortening or adding to responses as needed to provide the best possible response. Third, when possible, have the candidate do a test in advance of the interview. This can include a situational test done in another room, where the candidate is given a scenario and needs to come up with a plan of attack. This not only provides the interviewer something to understand how the candidate's brain works under pressure, but also fuels the candidate with energy. For those of us with ADHD who get a surge of energy under pressure, this test or this demonstration of ability not based on how we respond to questions, but how we respond to real-life examples under pressure, may mean the difference between us feeling confident going into an interview or overwhelmed. Fourth, stop with the loaded questions. Questions like, tell me about a time where you experienced conflict, the steps you took to address the conflict, the end results, and how you applied that learning to future conflictual situations. What? I have no idea what I was just asked. That's not a question. It's four, all rolled into one sentence. The candidate with ADHD, or really all candidates, will do much better if they are asked a simple question about a time they experienced conflict, and will naturally build on that topic, thus responding to the additional questions. And If they don't, the interviewer can ask prodding questions to help the candidate recognize that they need to build on their response. Finally, allow the candidate to veto at least one question. When a candidate is asked a question and isn't able to respond right away, it's common for the interviewer to say, we'll come back to that one. Why bother? Even if the interviewer does come back to the question, the candidate has had no time to think of a response, because they have been too busy answering other questions and likely fixating on the question they missed. Therefore, they provide a poor impression and seem flustered, which is not what an employer wants. And ultimately, this does not mean that the candidate wouldn't be great at the job, but that they do poorly in certain situations, like traditional panel-style interviews, which are not ideal for everyone. Being able to veto one question allows the candidate to move on to other questions where they can show their strengths and feel more confident responding. These tricks are minor adjustments, but can really help those with ADHD succeed in interviews and later wow you when you hire them and they become a star employee. And these tweaks don't just have to apply to those with ADHD. Small adjustments can benefit all employees during the interview process and help them really show their strengths, allowing the panel to select the best candidate with an equitable playing field. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.